a weekly look into the world of extremes. We look at ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to forum of every pay-per-view and special in between. And it is, of course, pay-per-view week as we look at Hardcore Heaven 1999. You yourself, Paul, and I'm joined, as always, by Jay. What's happening, Jay? Well, it's as hot as hell, so let's talk about Hardcore Heaven. Oh, could you hold up to a heat wave, isn't it? It could be like a thing. Yeah. One day we'll time it right. One day. We're running out of years. It's getting tougher. Yeah, it's true. It's getting close. Um, yeah, but... Hard you remember the days where we said we'd fucking get there? You know, we'd fucking run yeah. out. <laughs> we're fucking over it. We are. We're, we're in the midst. We're deep in this. So, um, but yeah, Hardcore Heaven 1999. Um... Big show, obviously, going into it. The main feud you had going on was Taz Candido, Shane Douglas and Tommy Dreamer versus the soon-to-be-known-as Impact players. And um, I think they're the only two real main feuds. Oh, Jerry Lynn, RVD, obviously. Yeah. Apart from that, I don't think... They're the main feuds that we feel have been covered the last couple of weeks. Obviously, in the archives, you want to go back and listen to our thoughts on the build of this show. Um, the card doesn't quite lay out to some of these matches. <laughs> but um, subject to change. But um, the ECW and it's what they're all about. But it does deliver. So I think it's a good time to dive in and have a little talk about Hardcore Heaven 1999. I think you're right. And um, the the opening dark match that hopefully we'll get to see one day um, on the TV if they listen to you. 20 years ago. Um, Skull Von Crush beating Danny Doring with his new friend, Miss Congeniality. Oh, wow. I see. uh, It's a little moonsault in Spectacular. Mm. Yeah, so, um, yeah. The future leader there making her debut. Be interesting. Hopefully, yeah, we do get a little shot of that and see... So that storyline a bit more. So that'd be good. Um, events t- kicks off with Joey Styles, of course, in the ring. Welcome him, everyone, to Hardcore Heaven 1999. Candido's music hits pretty soon after. Basically comes out, says he's got an insurance policy, introduces the Dudleys. And um, this leads to Taz coming out and us getting out. So may I ask a question? Mm-hmm. What's he insuring against well I mean looking back on it not a lot really so he seems to get this insurance policy because Taz is going to attack him because Taz is going to try and beat him in a one on one match that he signed up to for the championship but yeah if anything would you not have learned from no say um, just incredible and Lance Storm that maybe the Dudley Boys aren't the yeah best. I mean this, this this weird kind of Dudley Boys as a as the team for hire um, I'm not sure about it I'm um, not sure about it I'm not sure why um, just incredible and Lance Storm aren't against the Dudley Boys on this show but. No, that's another one that was built up and then kind of nothing happened with. But, you know, I'm sure that's on the, the, the bubble for somewhere down the line. Um, yeah, just a really weird 
you know, the Dudleys are the champions, yet they're still having to do personal protection work. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, they've obviously got an expensive lifestyle because all the money they made from Mr. Mustafa and the hits he put out on Public Enemy and New Jack and all the rest of it, that money's obviously gone because they, they are now taking their third client in recent time after Mr. Mufasa, after the Mustafa, sorry, uh, Mr. Mufasa being Simba's dad, obviously. Um, uh, as well. After being hired by the Impact players to take out RVD and Sabu and yep. now being hired by Candido to take out, take out Taz? Um, I, I guess I assume so. I mean, like I said it's a bit, um, yeah, a bit strange, sort of how it works I mean, and what the. I guess as long as they're not hired by anyone else to do anything else for a little while, we'll probably kind of go. Well, all right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, it's just a one off for the show, right? Yeah, you know, once in a blue moon, they do a little bit of work. You know, once a quarter, just gets their earnings up. But we do get the match. Um, I, I felt this match was, was fairly short. Uh, one and a half minutes. Short. Yeah, I mean, yeah, basically, Tez just Sorry, kind one, of... Sorry, one hour, one, ten seconds. Tez just kind of absolutely um, sort of steamrolled <sighs> him. Yeah. I mean, Tez doesn't even take his T-shirt off. No. Well, there is that. I don't... Candido's entrance was longer than the match. I don't... <sighs> know why after all this build you've had and the um the stretcher angles and the broken neck angles and the beating up Chris Chetty angles and all the rest of it. I mean yeah. it, it was 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 this a punishment to Candido? Was he a, was he not in a fit shape to wrestle? Was he you know, is there a reason why they've put him on first? They've they've done him up and they've sent him on his way. Um, yeah, I mean, just all really sort of like Sid Strange. Um, how it did plan out. I mean, I was trying to, you know, spoiler look ahead and see if I could see Candido in future weeks. I do think he gets another title match with Taz in a couple of weeks so I guess this sort of isn't him done so let's see <clears throat> December 99 seems to be his last ECW appearance so you know according to that we've got we've got him for the rest of the year I think he sort of pops in and out quite a lot. But, um, yeah, no, just, just strange the way he's handled because, um, you know, on his day, this, this guy in like, obviously what we said before, in my opinion, he, he, he could be like a, a top champion in ECW. He, he had everything and, um, very minimum should be a, a legit contender. I mean, in both his feuds now that he's had with Taz, Taz has absolutely destroyed him. Yeah. 
And it's it's sort of like why why is it? Especially, I'd say in the company at this time, I, I'd say they're lacking true contenders and true main eventers for tears. Yeah, I mean, where where would you really go from from here? I mean, obviously, like we know, we can look up and it's not a problem. But do you know what I mean it's like just incredible? It's sort of there or thereabouts, but so I'm yeah. looking at um, Heatwave, which is our next pay per view. Yeah, um, in about a month's time, I think. Hardcore Heaven is May, two months time. So Heatwave's July. Who do you think Taz is defending his championship against? Spoilers, he, he retains for the next two months. Um, gets to Heatwave as the champion. Who do you think his challenger is? Who would you book as his challenger? Um, oh, I know one Heatwave he takes on Tajiri. This is the Heatwave he takes on Tajiri. Hmm. And it's one of those that if you look up and down the card on this, you can kind of see why he's taking on Tajiri. Um, because the other people on this card is we've got Doring and Roadkill versus Chris Chetty and Nova with Angelica. I didn't realize Miss Congeniality became Angelica before she went off to... Anyway. Um, Jazz and Jason Knight in a match. Yeah. So we're obviously going to finally get her name. Uh, Little Guido versus Super Crazy. It feels like Guido is kind of in the Tajiri Super Crazy mix now. Yeah, they rotate, don't they? Yeah. Um, Dudley's versus Spike and Balls. Again. Um, table. That's flaming table. I think Heatwave '99 is the infamous uh, promo. It is. So um, doesn't yeah, Powerbomb Spike through a flaming table. Spoilers. Um, Francine versus Steve Carino. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tajiri versus Taz, as we said, and then the main event of the card. Uh, Van Dam and Jerry Lynn versus the Impact Players. So you've got your four big names all tied up in the same match. Yeah, which again, looking back, you can see why they straight went. They went to um, Taz Sabu like straight away because Ta- I feel Taz is in a really weird place at the moment where. The card's surrounded by amazing talent. But They've spent have... such a long time building Taz up yeah. and holding off for him to get the championship. There are no challengers around that are, are near his level. Mm. With the exception of Rob Van Dam, Storm and Credible, yeah. who they're, they're keeping off doing their own thing. That's it. I mean, obviously, like you said, like, RVD is like the obvious one. But... Um... Obviously, he's doing his TV title thing, so they, I guess they're trying to not mix them together. But, um, or they want one of them to lose. They're like them both being strong. But yeah, so that's all to come. Did you know we've spent almost 10 times longer talking about this match than the match actually took place? 
I didn't, but that is true. Uh, so that match happened. Taz retains. Dudley hit Taz with the 3D after the match, which then leads into the Dudley boys versus Balls Mahoney and Spike Dudley. We get a fireball. We get a couple. We get a couple of um, fireballs. Yeah, so this insurance policy stands there and watches at ringside as as their benefactor gets thrown around, beaten up and and, and loses and taps out. Um, they then lay out Taz straight away. Um, yeah. Taz sells longer for the 3D than he did for anything. Well, he didn't sell a thing for Candido. So, you know, that, that, yeah. Um, and then they're shouting their mouth about how big and bad they are. Um, you know, they're the ones who broke the Sandman. They're the ones who broke Beulah McGilligatti. They're the ones who, who took out RVD and Sabu. They're the ones, they're the ones, they're the ones. Um, we're the ones who beat the Eliminators so bad they split up and now Saturn wears a dress. Just in case you were wondering what's going on, on the other channel. Yeah, just in case you want to go around WCW. But I what thought, you I looking that. at? I like that. I thought it was a good... Um, it was, it was a nice dig. It wasn't sort of yeah too over the top or too petty. It was sort of quite a funny but relevant. If I was to nitpick, I've got two very, very kind of nitpicks. One's bigger than the other. So the really, really small nitpick is, again, you're, you're giving free publicity to, to one of your competition. Yeah. You're, re- you're, you're acknowledging what they're doing you're acknowledging the fact that actually you watch what they're doing because otherwise you wouldn't know that um and you're sending people to even if you're kind of sitting there kind of going what the fuck is he talking about you're sending people to go and find out because you're talking about it is is my first nitpick um my second nitpick is i love this promo i love the you know here's all the shit here's what we've done here's how bad we are it would have meant more if um, Just Incredible hadn't cut exactly the same promo like a week or two ago. Yeah, very true. How many people want to take credit for running Sam Man out of ECW? Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Um, it's, uh, yeah. I just, and it's hard to say who actually. I guess just incredible sort of had his final. Yeah, I mean, if you're going on the lo- yeah, if you're going on the logic of the, uh, la- the the last striker to touch the ball scores the goal, just incredible, beat him up. Also, I think deserves yeah. it more and took the cane, so it fits more with just incredible. Yeah, parkour um, icon took the cane. And Dudley Boys, I mean, breaking Bueller's neck, if anyone do a claims enough, or just say the multi-time tag team champions. Split up the thing, six times six time tag team champions is a big enough yeah, boast. Split up the eliminators, split up the gangsters, uh, public enemy were too scared to fight them. Yeah, they, they got enough that they could sort of brag about. Yeah. Um, yeah, match itself. Like I said, cool at the ends. 
Bulls Mahoney obviously geared up for the big fireball, stomping his foot on the floor, getting it to turn around because obviously he instantly regretted having all that stuff in his mouth. That was that was quite. I mean, you know, you kind of see the magic gone in the sense of at least when you see fire breathers in the circles or whatever, they've distilled it from the 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 can to some sort of bottle. Yeah. So you don't quite realise in the same sort of way what they're doing. But him just squeezing lighter fluid into his mouth from a can. Yeah. Felt a little um just just weird really, didn't it? Yeah, it's probably one of the most hardcore things on the show in a weird way. Yeah. But um yes, we did get the fireball, looked amazing, beautiful visuals, I can't complain with that, but was briefly hit with a three D straight away afterwards and lost the match. Dudley's retained. Yep. This will not be the last time you see the Dudleys tonight. Um, next match was weird. Obviously, we saw this event many moons ago. Took a lot of the matches for granted. You get older, turn into a different sort of wrestling fan, I think. And I was incredibly excited for Super Crazy versus Taika Mishinoku. Yeah. Um, and it was a good match. It's one of the times when I think the first time I saw it, I wouldn't have skipped it, but I don't think I would have been super intrigued with it. I mean, I would have been waiting for the RVD match or, you know, the, the Taz, the kicks. I mean, this this would have been a, a backburn. Yeah, it would have been a backburner match for me. Yeah. But um, No, you're absolutely right. I'd say left really, really impressed with it. I think these two amazing talents I don't they didn't disappoint and I really enjoyed it yeah I mean I think it's it was a really really strong match um uh, I think they worked really well together I think it was enjoyable um yeah no I thought it was a really good match yeah crazy one it was the right decision um Tucker you you kind of like I guess feel more that it was just a passing Visit because I think he's still technically with the Fed at this point. Yeah. So I don't know if they just sort of lent him out for a little bit to, like I said, just, just get him going or for whatever reason. I don't know if they probably took someone off ECW. I'm probably playing him a favour. But um, yeah, no, overall, great match. Like I said, crazy was the right decision to win it. Didn't disappoint. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, absolutely. Just a, a, a very nice, um, good match. Exactly. We go to the back. Joe Gertner is down on the floor in pain. Everyone's asking if he's all right. He has a hit list that he's handed. Um, the first person on his hit list is Nova. Um, Dudley's are great with these hit lists. It's some of their best yeah. um, off-the-cuff stuff, I'd say. So basically, they go in, they start, beating up Nova. Bubba's there saying, I don't know what this is for, but... <laughs> and it's just, the ad-libs absolutely make it. I mean, they're just, they're so, so good, Dudley's at this point. It's it's the next one. Uh, so, yeah. So this is, again, you know, uh, I don't understand, but what they've been given to do, they're making it very entertaining and enjoyable. So if I can disconnect, I don't understand what's happening and just focus on, so this is happening, 
Yeah. They're very enjoyable segments. And my favourite, I think, is the next one. I like it. I think it might be the one after. We'll find out. I can't remember yeah. the order of them. Yeah. Um, next time we get to Jiri versus Guido. Um, I don't think this is the first time we've seen this match. I enjoyed no. it. I enjoyed it because I, I felt it's the first time we started to see the transformation of Tajiri. Mm. He wasn't just um, a solid worker. He was now a solid worker with the facials, with the sort of the character. A lot more of it was, was evolving into the Tajiri that was facing Taz for the title in the next couple of months. But um, yeah, absolutely. There was a transition, and I really um, I enjoyed it. Again, he's another one, and same with Greedy. You, they don't disappoint. The matches, um, you know, nine times out of ten, it's decent, just solid all round. But um, yeah, it's more the more the transformation of what becomes, you know, the most famous incarnation of Tajiri is. Um, yes. So yeah, very excited about where this is going. Match yourself decent. 100%. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, what they've got Guido doing in these matches, far more of a work rate, far more of a, uh, a technical style, you know, that, that, that kind of catch wrestling style, um, you know, really does work well with, with, you know, the styles of Super Crazy and Tajiri and, and um, um, Mishinoku. Like and this is um, um, this is loads better for Greedo as well because obviously he's been stuck in some random feuds in the past with people that might not be yeah, able to just go as well as some of these comedy right, tag, so, yeah, yeah, and, and, and didn't have the time to do it. Just yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's not a dig on them; they serve their purpose, and they were they were good, but. It's, it's a different style of match now and lets him go to a, a different sort of place in his um, career. So, yeah, good. Uh, Stewie picks up the win. Looking good. So we have more of the Dudley hit list and this is where they are asked to take out Ron. Rob Price? Yeah, or Rob Price. This so this was, this was my favourite just because yeah. what, what, what caught me was... Um, What's Rob done? I don't like. I, I like Rob. And they said, oh, that's three thousand dollars." Never like that fucking hillbilly. And off they went. And it's just it was so. so it was just like, all right. Uh, it just caught me. It just made me laugh. And it, that was. It was just. A, you know. It was just that kind of like. You know. Oh, but I like him. Three thousand dollars. Fuck him. And um, yeah, obviously, the, as they're doing it, you get the nothing personals. And say like this, but um, yeah, no, nah, I thought it might be the next one. So, yeah, um, so that happens. They continue that on. Lance Storm versus Tommy Dreamer. Lance Storm's in street clothes. Hey, again, decent, decent match. I mean, it's hard to get a crap match out of Lance Storm at this now, point. Now, I'm going to say something that I wasn't overly expecting. That. I really enjoyed this match. Yeah. There was a point where I thought this might be my match of the week. And then I remember what else is on the card and thought, no, it's not. Um, but um, no, this was a far better match than, than it had any right to. Lance Storm's 
really, really good. Um, Tommy Dreamer looked motivated, looked up, looked up for it, looked, you know, as if he were trying to do some stuff, uh, which has been a while since, since I felt we've seen that. Um, uh, you know, you've, you, you get Francine involved, you know, she's, she's, you know, her usual beautiful sassy self. So, you know, what's not to love. Yeah. Um, Dawn Marie's getting more to do, which is good. Um, they've built up the angle that, you know, she's dyed her hair and had plastic surgery to look more like Beulah McGillicuddy, um, which is lovely. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it was really good. I didn't understand the whole, you know, she's come out without her knickers on bit at the beginning. Um, yeah. She apparently forgot to put her knickers on. But, you know, fair enough. Um, and yeah, I, I, thought it was a, I thought it was a good um, good match. I didn't quite understand the Spicoli driver, and you'll be seeing that in WWF, and someone will steal that one. Because surely other people are doing the Death Valley driver by now. Well, it was Terry Satin's finisher for a long time at this point, wasn't it? I thought so. But, you know. Unless it was a dig at um, Satin for using it. But, yeah, no, this is... But, I mean, it was... It, they called out the WWF on it, was my thing. It wasn't even a whole kind of like, you'll see this in one of the other two. It was. It was literally... You know, you'll you'll see this on WWF television. So I don't know what the uh, what the thinking was, but yeah, it was good. It was good, and um, yeah, like I said, it was um, it was strange because I don't know. I thought everyone was using Death Valley drivers at this point. Didn't feel that unusual move, and like I said, he didn't even invent it, so. But um, yeah, anyway, um, great match and um, good finish. Trash can on the top, sort of spinning kick off the top rope. Yeah, a lot of, of innovation from um, both of them in regards to their offense, which which I, I enjoyed. Yeah, no, big time. It was, um, yeah, no, it's really, it's really good match. Um, again, every match so far is, uh, has been good. Obviously, first match, disappointing due to like length. But generally, everything's been um, yeah decent. So next up, we have the Dudleys again taking another hit. This time, they've been asked to take out Jack Victory. Um, again, very hesitant to do it because they're friends with Jack Victory. Then they saw the amount of money. Again, their attitude was just like, I never liked him anyway, kind of. And um, yeah, Jack walked out and um, just sort of, a, oh no, smacked by a chair, beaten up. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess the thing for me on this one, which is probably why I liked the, the Rob Price one more, was it was a bit too similar in the whole kind of, oh, I like him. He's lots of money. We don't like him. Yeah, um, true. But, yeah, it's, it's, I don't get it, but I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah, no, it's, um, decent. Um, Taz is shown on the screen. Cuts a quick promo, basically calling out the Dudley boys. Yeah, obviously yeah. pissed off about earlier on, calls them out. So we can expect a, a Dudley's at Taz confrontation later. Should be good. Well, uh, um, next up, we probably get the most hyped match for this card. 
Um, RD, RVD versus Jerry Lynn, the rematch. Um, the, these two are just uh, another level. I mean, they really are. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I it's one of those matches that you struggle to um, to sort of find words to really sort of you know get behind. Um, the old extreme collector. Everyone sort of knows Extreme Collector on Instagram and everything like that. He said that this is one of his favourite um, sort of matches of all time. Uh, you can see, I mean, he's a he's a guy of discerning taste. And, uh, you know, if you haven't checked him out on Instagram and looked at his incredible, incredible content, you should. Um, but you can see why. I mean, it is, it's it's aged really well as well. Um, I think it and- has. I think it's probably even aged better. Yeah, and and you know one of the things that we've talked about a lot on our journey through one of the one of the the exam style questions we we put at the very beginning of this is you know how how do you look back on ECW with you know 2019 2020 2021 sensibilities mm. um because the world is very, very different. Um, so there's a lot of these things, like we've said with some of like the um, uh, Tanaka and Mike Awesome matches and some of the other ones that, that you know you and I loved from that time. Yeah. You now look kind of back going, CTU and stuff like that, whereas this one still, the work rate in this one still um, captivates you, I think. I think massively. I mean, it, it's just um, oh, it's just a super, super enjoyable um, match. I mean, these these two chemistry wise, they're just. I mean, especially at the time. Yeah. But still, overall, it's just it's up there. It's just up there as some of the best sort of chemistry between sort of two singles wrestlers ever. I can't imagine these two ever having a bad match. I think even WWE, I think, sort of let them loose once on a Sunday night heat, I think it was. Yeah. I think that was only meeting. And even that was, like, decent. Obviously, I've done it in Impact um, for Jerry's sort of, like, farewell tour. And it's meant to be hardcore justice, but I think Jerry got injured. But, yeah, um, yeah just everything they do is just, um, it is golden. It really is. And the pacing of it. I mean, it's a 27-minute match. Yeah. Um, the last match went the full time, 30-minute time limit. Um, you don't have that whole kind of, you know, grab a chin lock and hold on kind of thing. Um, so throughout, it's just so well done. The 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 spots are so um, clever. They're so imaginative. They're so crisp in their delivery. Um, it really does. It's it's just such a a great great match. Would you yeah, like to guess what my match of the night is going to be? <laughs> um, to Jerry versus Guido. Um, <laughs> yeah, another random point about this match: Old Extreme Lives, who obviously did the two K nineteen um, sort of ECW sort of unofficial sort of DLC pack where they made loads of the great characters and this. Um, so good packs. Those packs yeah. were insane. The, the quality. I remember you and I going through them and just the, the attention to detail, the quality of them. 
just oh, insane. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, they've just released, just released or just releasing um, RVD's Hardcore Heaven 1999 attire as a little bonus. So that's interesting timing. So people can go get that and recreate Jerry Lynn versus RVD. I think they've done the arena and the attire, and obviously Jerry Lynn's already there. So you can sort of really good, yeah. Give this match a stab and see if you can and top it. But I just thought that was interesting timing wise for us because obviously normally our timings don't really work because we're in our own little sort of pattern. So we'll our own pocket of, universe. Yeah, we'll be covering like you know sort of barely legal about three months before its anniversary or the timers have never really worked out. But um, yeah, that one did for, I picked the little ones that you can. Um, RVD, of course, won. No surprise. Obviously, his TV title reign is infamous. So, you know, it's no surprise that he sort of won this because it is well documented that he holds on title for a long, long time. But it doesn't take away from being an amazing match. Although we're already in a long, long time of this. We've, we've done the year now. Yeah, we've done the year because we had the, the Bam Bam thing, haven't we? Yeah, no, yeah. Um, so we've, well got, we've got less of the run in front of us than we have behind us. Boo. Um, Dudleys are talking about Taz. Chetty's thrown in by Big Dick Dudley. Big um, Dick Dudley's back. He, he basically turned around and says, Taz doesn't give a shit about him, so was it matter? Devon said basically sod him anyway. Punched him, ended up breaking his hands. They diagnosed it instantly. He knows. He does. Um, you just know. So, yeah, he broke his hands. So that sort of happened. And then they broke Chetty. And they broke Chetty for breaking his hands, which I thought was hilarious. Again, more <laughs> great ablib from Bubba. He's a. You broke my brother's con- hand. Yeah, his confidence is just, is just second to yeah, none. Sky this high. So, so, yeah, so, so good. He's. Um, his work every week. Yeah. I'm so impressed with um, his stuff here. You um, worry yeah. about what he'd be able to do with a live mic. Wait till <laughs> next pay per view. Oh, that's gonna be fun to talk about. Um, yeah, next up, scheduled for Just Incredible versus Shane Douglas. Uh, Shane Douglas isn't here. Seriously, WCW bound at this point. So yeah, Just Incredible comes out. As you said earlier on. There's a complete list about taking out great Sasuke and Sandman and Shane Douglas and everything else that he's sort of done in this time to get rid of people from the Federation. Um, so basically says that he's committed a crime and all this, which leads out Judge Jeff Jones, who has committed a crime and he is guilty as charged and his punishment will be the man. I, I thought it was good. Anytime someone cuts a promo basically saying that they've done all this and they can't be held accountable and all that sort of stuff, you sort of know at this point that it's just going to lead to Sid coming out. Yeah, and, and the crowd do as well, which is, which is you know, part of the fun of this. Is everyone's yeah, kind is. of waiting. Everyone's in on the joke kind of thing. Um, and that's, that's, yeah, absolutely. It's part of the fun. It's part of the enjoyment. It's part of the, the theatre of the, the piece. Um, I'm still not sure why Judge Jeff Jones is a face because people cheered Sid. But, you know, happy to go with it. Yeah, and um, it's weird that they're almost surprised that um, he's back again, Sid's back. I mean, I'm guessing... Yeah. I mean, what, what's going on with Sid here, isn't it? 
Yeah. Um, I mean, he's, he's got to be as good as gone. Yeah, he can't be around much longer. I'm not. I think he turns up with Macho Man. The Macho Man sort of comes back with Gorgeous George. I think that's Sid reappearing in WCW. It could be wrong, but I'm no, sure. Just check. I've got I've got Wikipedia open here. I can click on like <laughs> one name and work through. I know, but it's so much nicer when you work it off memory, isn't it? It's a good sort of. Helps so, me. helps me sort of know which pointless information I remember. Um, yes, so he joins Raven, uh, Ravens, Randy Savage's heel stable, Tame Madness, um, takes the mic- nickname the Millennium Man, and it goes on to face Kevin Nash. Yeah. Um, he debuts. Uh, Great American Bash, which is June. Oh, wow. Uh, according to Wikipedia, um, he left ECW in May due to monetary problems plaguing the promotion. Um, yeah, I can understand that. I, I can imagine he, he wouldn't be cheap to keep around. No, and, and it's funny, we're, we, we're starting to get at a point where we're hearing that creep in more and more. You know, that was the breakdown with Bam Bam. That's the breakdown with Sid. Yeah. You're, you're starting to, to, to hear that become more and more of a thing. Yeah, no, I mean, it's true. I mean, I guess, in, yeah. I mean, Sandman would have been offered a ton of money to go. And obviously a shot at sort of a, a massive sort of global promotion. So, um, yeah. and Shane Douglas, I guess, similar. But, um, yeah, no, interesting. It's, um, again, crazy, isn't it? These, these sort of people start to do it. But it's obviously it's going to lead to um, Sasa Tanaka and Mike Awesome and that coming back. So, it all sort of spins and roundabouts, isn't it? So, so yeah, so basically just incredible and Sid come out. Very short match, about two minutes. What do you think of this? I thought it was fine. Yeah. Um, hard to book because, you know, who do you want over? But yeah. Uh, I think it did fine. I think it was, it was a good job. It worked. It did what it had to do. Um, you had the hill, the super hill, being attacked by the sort of like, I don't want to say super baby face, but he sort of is, but he isn't. You know, for, for what he does, he's just like, Sid's just treated like a megastar. So, yeah, can't complain about that. It worked. Um, main event time, Bulls Count Anywhere, ECW, World Heavyweight Championship, Taz versus Bubba Ray Dudley. Um, right, this match... Totally overachieved. Um, it was far better than it should have been. Bubba, I thought, came across as Taz's hardest challenge to date. Um, yeah, I only had one bit that sort of I just thought was a bit hokey when the ref got thrown for a table, but that's just probably more me than the actual spot. 
just because he sort of gave a, oh no, whatever it was before he was thrown. But um, yeah, I, I was really, really impressed with this match. What did you think? Yeah. Um, absolutely. Just, you know, it was good to, uh, it was a good match. It was, a, you know, it was, it was, as you said, far better than it should have been. No build really, you know, an in-show build really. Um, both had wrestled before. Um, it was one of the better uh, FTW style. Let's go everywhere, you know. Crazy, crazy, crazy things. Yeah, and it's yeah. kind of nice because it's a fresh match as well. So obviously you haven't really seen these interact before, so it's, it's quite kind of <clears throat> fresh, fresh in the way that happened. Obviously, no brainer. Taz um, did pick up the victory, but um, yeah, as a main event match, I, I think it went. I think it went well. Uh, can't complain. Um, well, it's good. Yeah. Overall, I was impressed with the card. I found it a solid card, easy card. Could have maybe lost maybe one match or something, but overall, I thought the flow was um, really, really good. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, and again, probably a better card than it had any kind of justice in being if you looked at some of the matches on the card. Um, yeah. And, and you know, what, what this was built to and what this isn't. Um, I think what we're seeing a lot of at the moment is these matches are good in spite of the TV build. And that's not even saying that the TV build is, is, is bad because in a lot of the cases it's not. It's just not what we end up getting um, yeah. for, for a few shows now. It's kind of like the TV build's almost been pointless because when we get to the pay-per-view, they do something completely different. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a, I thought it was a solid show. I thought it was, it was, you know, a really work rate, heavy match, um, work rate, heavy show, really good quality matches throughout. Um, so, yeah. yeah, all in all decent. Um, more importantly, what is your match pick of the week? Um, I, I, I feel cheap because it's so obvious. I feel like doing something different just to do something different. But I'm not, not that much of a hipster. Um, it's got to be RVD versus Jerry Lynn. I, I mean, how you, can, how you can possibly say to anyone, you know, check out this pay, this match on this pay-per-view and it's not that one. I, I think you'd be, you'd just be being mean to them. Well, like you said, you, you literally just be trying to do it to be cool, wouldn't it? It has to be. I mean, it, like I said, it stands the test of time. It's, you know, we've seen it before and, you know, we, we will watch it again. It's just an absolute classic match, a masterclass, really. I mean, even if you didn't care about the rest of the show, it's worth checking out the whole show just for this one match. I mean, it really is outstanding. Yeah, it really is. Um, and, and, you know, you, you you do yourself a disservice if you only skipped to that match, match and only watched that match because, you know, if, if you enjoy that style of match, then you are likely to enjoy um, uh, Tajiri versus... Um, Guido, you're likely to enjoy uh, Mishinoku versus uh, Super Crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's a good, solid 
match. And, and you know, if you like some of the spots in in if you're more into the spots than the chain wrestling in in Jerry Lynn versus uh, RBD, then you're likely to enjoy the spots in Lance Storm versus Tommy Dreamer, which again was a really creative and inventive little match. I felt so lots to lots to pick, lots to go through, lots of of excellent stuff. But I, I, I'm not that much of a heel that I can't say. It has to, yeah, it has it's to be. One. It has to be this match. And um, even the background story of the Dudleys is good fun, rather so. Yeah, I enjoyed that far more than I thought it was going to be. As I said, you know, I, I really have a, 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 an issue with the storytelling as to why on earth they're doing this. Yeah. Um, but if you can get your way out of that, they continue to make some very, very entertaining stuff go on. Um, and yeah, really, really good. Yeah, no, agreed. Um, overall, great. Um, that brings us to the end of the show. Obviously, get involved in the conversation at underscore Sports Arena on Instagram or Twitter, where we are looking at all things extreme. Uh, might try and post some random bits this week of the things that have sort of got my eye on that I wanted to sort of post out. So we'll throw those bits oh, out there for, for you guys. The random um, bits are always good. But isn't it like when we did the great ECW matches didn't happen in ECW. You know, we had fun doing that. So we're going to try and find some few other bits and get involved. And um, obviously, yeah, if you're doing ECW posts, feel free to always tag us in. We love to um, see these things. We like to get involved in the conversation. We love to do it because, you know, it's still such a community all these years later. And um, it's got to be done, isn't it? Really does. Absolutely does. This might be the last time you get to do it. So with a heavy heart, and if this is the last time, you know, this one's for you, Dad. We did it. Cut the fucking podcast. <laughs>